Say it again. We're rolling. So you're peaking. We're rolling. <clears throat> well, how about now? That's better. All right. Good. Uh, yeah, see, I let Grant set his own fucking levels. Well, week. I said, and wait, when you said we're rolling. I said, we're going to go. I said, I'm going to ride the game. Yeah, well, good. All right. Do you want to do you want to restart then? No. <laughs> we're we're going to restart. All right. Ready? <laughs> we're, we're rolling. rolling. <laughs> uh, everybody, welcome back to another episode There's of Bonafide Tastemakers. Taste this is Bad Boys, Boys Watch, Watch Party. Party. I love how in sync we are now that we yeah. are in the same room. Actually, all the time. I think it got worse. I think, it, <laughs> I think it got better. Well, you know, because the thing is, it's a little looser. It's it's like jazz now. Yeah. <laughs> the way like, our intro to the show is, it's always kind of been like jazz, but it's always like yeah, we're, recre- to do it. we're recreating jazz after the fact, like, like everybody's tracking separately. Now it's like a live band, you know? Yeah. It's popping. It's sizzling. Things are hot. Uh, things are hot. It is nine. Right. <laughs> I'm Danny. Welcome to the podcast. It's a, it's it's amazing how much we fucked that up, and it I and it is mostly like me. No, no, no. Us on track. It's mostly me. I even though I feel up. like you're kind of more the de facto host. I I don't think that's true. I think yeah, I, but it, mm, I think I'm the. It de- makes it easier for me if I think of you as the host. <laughs> and I'm just kind of the guest. I'll put it this way: I'm the producer. That's definitely true. That's our windows wide open. Our neighbor is just staring into our bedroom. Are they looking at us right now? Yeah, he was for a sec. Try you can lower that. Them. You can lower the lower the blinds right behind you if you don't mind. Uh, so those of you didn't listen to the last episode, uh, me and Grant live together now in uh in sunny Los Angeles County, California. Yep. Should clarify, not Los Angeles City. Yeah. For we live a while. In- Oh, so I guess we shouldn't discuss where we live. Actually, that's probably not a great idea. No, right? I mean, it's big enough. I Look, mean, guys, just know that we live in the pizza. We live in the pizza capital of the world. Van Nuys, California. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to tell you where in Van Nuys. No. And actually, <laughs> I'll say this. I'll say this. So many of the things we would even mention are technically not in Van Nuys. <laughs> well, yeah. We're so close to the border to another city. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. You so, will never figure out where you will live. literally never you even if you couldn't if you tried. No, I don't even I sometimes I drive by our own house. I forget where I live. Yeah, you um, just have to start asking people if they watched us record through a window one time. Yeah, then, then, you should start nailing it down because look much like the film we watched today shrouded in mystery. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, just know that. Okay. We should start with this. There's a couple things you need to know about this podcast that sort of is going to separate it from even other episodes of the show. Okay. One, we watched a directed DVD film, Split Infinity. That was literally going to separate from other episodes because that is the episode of the show. Yeah. Two, we're not going to discuss this movie basically at all. And I feel like we always need to a little bit. We need to a little bit, but I feel like we always go on tangents, but then we're always like, we should probably talk about the movie. This this movie is the least interesting part of what happens during the viewing experience. We have so much yeah. we got to discuss outside of the movie. You should you should have a cursory knowledge of the movie to understand what is going on as we discuss these things. Yeah. But we stumbled down. So, so you you would say a rabbit hole, maybe. Multiple. I would say, have you seen the film tre- Tremor? Tre- was it Tremors with those <laughs> with worms? worms? Yeah. Yes. 
Have you seen Dune? Yeah. Similar quality to Split Infinity. Yeah, it's kind of like The Descent. It's a little bit <laughs> the like... The horror movie The Descent. It's a little bit like... Spelunking. Uh, uh, what's, what's the video... What's the indie game? Spelunky? No, not Spelunky, but that is also good a good one. Great Spelunky game. Too. Cave Story? No, not Cave Story. What's the one where you're the... Enter the Gungeon? Enter the Gungeon. Weird West. We're just naming indie games now. Yeah. Uh, there's one where... Is it the... Des- it's not The Descent. It's something like that. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> our our roommate Judah has also entered the room. Uh, we're discussing the mystery behind. Do you remember what the game was? Where you? Oh, the Swapper was what I was thinking of. Where you're like you're like a guy in a spaceman outfit, and it's like an indie game, and you got to try to get to the bottom of the cave. But yeah, the Swapper, and like you can't you can't do normal platforming moves. What you have is a portal gun, and you can aim to where you want your body to be, and it transports you. Yeah, it's 2D or like 2.5D or something. The Swapper kind of sounds like a. I just remember it like, no, no, it was like it was like an indie game on Steam, like uh, like 2015 or something. I remember a lot of people liked it, and I played it for a while. It was good. Anyway, we're getting to the bottom of this. Is my point, much like in the Swapper. Swapper uh, sounds like the name of a creepy pasta. Swapper, character. no swapping. Okay. Well, much like a creepy pasta, this thing is shrouded in mystery. Yeah. Um. So we watched Split Infinity, which is a what? What's the name of this company, Grant? Uh, Questar Entertainment. Questar is Enter- one of the names. It, yes, one of the many names. They at least I think distributed it. Questar Entertainment, which distributed uh, family films with a somewhat religious undertone to some of them, um, yeah. and feature films for families. Feature films for families, and this film is about. Uh, AJ, short for Amelia Jean, who goes back in time to try to save her uh, grandfather from selling his farm only days before the stock market crash of 1929. Um, Danny, you're a, you're a history major. <laughs> yes. Uh, I felt like her economic understanding of the stock market collapsing was pretty rough. Uh, well. Or maybe hers or the writers, whoever it was. Uh, but what's important about this is that I, 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 as I jokingly tend to do, just wanted to look up credits of people in, who do these films to try to say we should get them on the podcast. Yeah, that, that led us down a very dark rabbit hole. Dark uh, rabbit hole. Dark, dark rabbit. A, a tremors hole. Yeah. Now, have you played the game The Swapper? Isn't <laughs> much like that. Um, this film is shrouded in <laughs> keep building it up. <laughs> it's look there. There are some. There are some. Parts I feel like of I this. understand the film now. You though, what you discovered is different. <laughs> what I, the film is easy enough to understand. Yeah, the film itself is easy enough to understand. But attached to it is. Uh, what seems like a collective uh, delusion of a of a of a company called Nick Thick Productions. I don't think that exists. I I, I, I said collective delusion. Yes. Okay. So it would not yes. exist. Um, there is and and somehow it ties into a family family feature films starring a list actors, but they don't exist or they exist in some alternate dimension. Yeah. Uh, as well as the production company of this film, apparently being some sort of, uh, telemarketing fraud. Yeah. That, that actually happened. Well, but I, I, these things must all connect somehow. 
I don't think they connect. I think what you're looking at is what we discussed as being just a bunch of people online just having a laugh. This I is don't know. I, have a, a link, I disagree. I don't I think they're to, having a laugh. All right, Something's well, fucked up here. What I'm pulling up for you is a, a article from the Federal Trade Commission. Yes. So the FTC. Uh, I'll just let you read it. I'll just I'll yeah. go ahead and read it out. Uh, FTC charges Utah operation and deceptive and abusive telemarketing. Basically, at the end of this movie, I noticed it was written. It was based on a story by a guy named Forrest S. Baker. Who has produced a lot third. of these kinds of films. Yes. Uh, did you see what his middle name was, too? No. Sandusky. <laughs> mm. Anyway. <laughs> so, he got to start founding a trucking commerce company. Cool. And then, like, kind of stumbled into filmmaking after that. And then, basically ran a call center that called a bunch of people on the Do Not Call registry. And they got sued for like $45 million. Uh, so the cool part about this is that this guy, Forrest S. Baker. The third. The third. These films are kind of notorious in their own way. This yeah. one I've never heard about. You said that it was, it was somehow referenced in a Neil Ciceriga video. Apparently, but then, you know, I read that on the IMDb.com page in the references sections. I, it seemed pretty tenuous. The uh, uh, some other films produced by this guy, produced and directed, uh, the Buttercreamer Gang videos are kind of notorious amongst Mega Sixty Four fans, uh, because they used to go to this place called Rasputin's, which is a DVD shop up in the Bay Area, and buy fifty cent DVDs, and they kept buying random ones that turned out to be directed by this guy, mm -hmm. uh, and were part of the Buttercreamer universe. We didn't get any buttercreamer mentions in here. No. But this was as far as we know. I this mean, was released the same year as the first buttercreamer movie, so it might not have picked up steam and become a a local cultural icon. This one kind of teed up a sequel at the end. So I don't know. He maybe there was, has to be a sequel. At the end she says what what, what was she doing all that time? I don't it was weird. It was strange. But, but we know that she AJ was in a coma. Yes. When she wakes up yeah, it's <laughs> I love, very, it's I love watching Judah's reaction as, as we're talking in most of two's terms about this movie. <laughs> it was a weird movie. It's we we got to talk about the first line. This is the very beginning, like within the first minute. One day, this, this is going to be me. And then she points at a picture of Donald Trump. <laughs> it was even better. It's like, it's going to be me on the cover of this magazine yes. instead of Donald Trump. Before we get like you know, any like credits about the movie title or yeah. anyone that worked on this movie, we got that, which was kind of wild. She's talking to a dog also. She's not talking to any her human. dog named Roosevelt. Yeah, of course. Which is very awesome that her dog is named Roosevelt. Bef and and they go back in time, and he's like, I don't know why you'd name your dog after some no 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 nothing politician. It's before the Great Depression. They were all big Herbert Hoover fans yeah. at the time. Um, yeah, big vacuum heads. Yes, big, big, big Hoover heads. Is that like is that like a Midwest thing? Oh yeah, I'm a Hoover head. Uh, <laughs> Look, I haven't spent enough time in the Midwest to, to confirm. I think in overseas they still call them Hoovers. Where overseas, like Britain, like instead of Britain. vacuum cleaner, they just say Hoover, like colloquially. You're British and you listen. You got to tell my tell my British fans out there. Not, follow follow the Twitter. <laughs> I'm sure Grant has some too, but to mine. You should back me up. Even I don't if think this, I do. I think back me up is, even if this isn't true. It this rests solely on the shoulders of Danny's British friends. 
fans fans <laughs> i don't I, i'm not friends with any brit yeah <laughs> i refuse he refuses, um, oh you gotta listen to their fucking accent all the time no thank you oh man let's go go down to the pub and i'm gonna try i'm not go even down try. to the pub and say god save the queen oh too late we haven't got a queen joke in there yet have we we've been we were gone for a little bit i don't know if we brought it up whenever we did the last one we were bringing up some very recent stuff on that. Anyway, listen. Is that out yet? So, so he is notorious for making these shitty movies. Yeah. And he gets... The director? Himself. The director. Now, what is his name? For, for, well, the, not this guy. Forrest... Forrest S. Baker wrote this, but he directed it. He didn't write it. He, it was based on a story sorry, based by on him. it. You're right. He so actually did a I don't even it. like know what that even means. So I thought it was going to pull up an author. And like I was gonna read, I thought I was gonna be able to like find but the he, story. But he he did direct the Buttercreamer movies. Okay. So he, I think, I think when you said he's the master behind behind this whole production company, I think you're mm-hmm. right. So right. now you said you found an AMA with somebody who works in the company. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, I'll pull that up. Uh, it's it's in front of you. Because this is important to me. Because I feel like this is a, a hole we've got in mind. Uh, yeah. This guy says. He worked at the or he helped write the call center software. Uh, he compares him to Elron Hubbard. This makes sense. Yeah, he worked closely with his son, who was a developer. I guess that would be well. I don't know if it is Forrest S. Baker the fourth. Oh, I hope so. I mean, you would hope. Oh, yeah, actually, I think it is because I think he mentions that his name was also Forrest. Uh, there was rumors that. There were guys at the company who had to like clean porn off his computer. Great, and they great. Had a bunch of mistresses, uh, all while flaunting "quote unquote" his holier-than-thou Mormon image nonstop. Well, these are family feature films. Feature films for families. Sorry, makes horrible, horrible movies and makes their profits by bilking the elderly with outbound nuisance calling. But I had a good experience working there. Wait a second. Hold on. Hold on. So this, so the the FTC thing came against the movie company. It wasn't like yes. spun off into a separate company. It was four different companies that this guy owned. Interesting. He was just, I think, a massive scammer in general. But I just wonder how these companies, because you said like they make these movies, but then also this was two thousand nine for context that this happened. Yeah. So like this movie came out in nineteen ninety three. Yeah, this movie and it feels very ninety three. Two. 92? Okay. Sorry. This one I think is 92. Okay. Um, but he does, he made, I mean, all throughout the fucking mid-90s he was making these movies. Yeah. Um, but I do wonder, like, how those things connect. Like, well, like, he, like I told you earlier, he started by founding a trucking commerce But, thing. But, but the, this guy's post said, like, well, he makes these movies, but then make all their money off of scamming well, they got people. funding. Okay, so like, what the one thing that uh, one of these articles talked about specifically, like time and time again, is that they kept saying they were making a Velveteen Rabbit movie, <laughs> and they like kept getting funding from older. Like they would have people, they would oh. call you and ask you to donate to the thing, and be like, "We're instilling good values," and like it was all vaguely like quasi religious and stuff. And oh. it was like preying on moral moralism, kind of. Huh. So he so he was pitching films that never existed. Kind of. He was just getting it was all being funded or a lot of it was being funded by them just telemarketing people and asking them to donate. Now that's interesting, actually. Like I it's, would it's interesting that he got caught in two thousand nine. 
to. Yeah, that's so late. It's very late for this. But he was still making these movies. Was, I was, so I looked up the editor, and that editor was working on those movies until 2010. That's insane. Dude, like, that makes sense. like we gotta talk to these people. Like, <laughs> we gotta track them down. I fucking, I'm for real. Like, this well, is. He said, look, he got sued in Utah, so I think it's. Well, I mean, look, he is a Latter Day Saint, so that makes sense. Also, I mean, well, that's what I saw like that guy, editor worked exclusively basically in Salt Lake City. I was, I was, I originally checked. Uh, I remember his name is Stephen Stephen Johnson or something. I think. Yeah. Um, Stephen L. Johnson. I think it. Yeah, Stephen L. Something. Um, Split Infinity. Let's see. Uh, but part of the reason I looked up is I was like. I wonder if these guys went on to like go do something. Like if they were like, okay, I worked on like three of these movies and then I left to go to, you know, New York or Omaha or something. Mm-hmm. But like, no, it seems like these guys all hung around here. Like uh Stephen L. Johnson. Yes, and he the he edited as far back as it looks like eighty one. Um, so he probably was editing stuff before this. Mm-hmm. And then the last feature he edited was a feature called slow mo <laughs> like moe yes <laughs> pretty funny well, can in, i get a synopsis that was in 2010 hold on um uh yes let me get you a synopsis i fucking hate the ads on imdb's website yeah uh Marvin Moe Mobley dreams of becoming a great baseball player, but no matter how hard he tries, he doesn't improve. His dream finally comes true when he finds a mysterious pair of glasses that turns him into the greatest baseball player his town has ever seen. Hmm. Hmm. Is it a uh, is it produced by feature family films or whatever? Uh, this one does not seem. Yes, it is. <laughs> Great. Forrest S. Baker, the third executive producer. <laughs> awesome. And so all this all this guy's movies are dudes in this circle. It seems like Timothy J. Nelson, the Velveteen Rabbit movie did come out. <gasps> okay, let's see. Tom Skerritt is in it. It's interesting. Uh, it was not directed by him. It was directed by a Michael Landon Jr. Uh, who it seems like also was in this circle of dudes. I'm I, also just now realizing the Reddit thread that I found on Forrest S. Baker III. R slash ex-Mormon. <laughs> Oh, fuck me. Are you for real? Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, man. So he he directed a few of these, and now he's doing TV movies, it seems. You know, we Uh, were debating earlier about uh, the validity of Rotten Tomatoes. And Velveteen Rabbit got to hand it to him. They got 86%. I mean, that, that shit could be certified fresh if it had a few more reviews. All right. Well, I don't want to dig too much into into this specific, but but so it seems like these guys all stuck around there basically until 2010. Yeah, which must be the the company closing as it got hammered by F- <laughs> FTC lawsuits. Yeah. So I couldn't find out if Forrest was in jail or not. I mean, it seems like he has a lot of money. Now, hear so. me out. Michael Landon seems like has moved on as directing TV movies that are not related to this company. 
We should reach out to him via IMDb Pro. <laughs> do you have IMDb Pro? I do. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this is quite a reveal. We are going to go so deep into this. This is, do, do you know when you see like YouTuber has posted five hour video essay about thing you've never heard about? Yeah. We're going to be that meme. And then we're going to get Andy so. He wants to do the family feature films no. iceberg. The family feature films featuring fit creation. So the other thing that came out as I was looking through here is I decided to look up. Um, it's like I turned over the rock and found something weird. And then there's all of a sudden a weird third side to this rock. That no, no. I think I found this thing first. Well, I know, but it's just that yours is a yours, weirder, mine goes, mine's weirder a completely different, different, so much deeper. And we didn't, we couldn't even find a clear resolution on. No. And, and it's, and this is real. So, okay. The lead of this film, uh, the actress is named Melora Slover. Which, hold on. Crazy name, right? There's a magic barn in this movie. <laughs> there is a magic barn in this and movie. And she goes back in time to the 20s, mm -hmm. and uh, she makes a theme park. Yes. And then it gets destroyed. And then she goes back to the present day. All right. Do you, you want to get a synopsis of the movie? Yeah, we needed to just get it out so that we don't have to waste our time with it. For the rest of the week. Also, they named a fucking hospital after her. She gets to like run a hospital. Yeah, Amelia Jean Hill Hospital for Children. Because uh, the actual Amelia Jean died of polio. All right, so all right. So here's what you need to know. I was just curious what <laughs> Melora Slover is up to. So if you just Google Melora Slover, two things come up. The first one is the IMDb page for Melora Slover. The second one is Melora Slover, Nick Thick Wiki. And I was like, this is insane. What is the Nick Thick wiki? Maura Slover Dash Johnston, which I did a check with another source, which weirdly enough was the uh, Denver County uh, obituaries. There was like a death in her family and they mentioned her. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> I just was sorry, I'm like doxing her. This is not about her. She seems cool. Um, but Maura Slover Dash Johnston is an American actress known for her role as A.J. Nelson slash Amelia Jean Norton in the 1992 film Split Infinity and Molly Green in the Escape From series. And I was like, weird. The Escape From things was not mentioned on her IMDb. In fact, no other films are mentioned on her IMDb. She's also served as additional voices for several of D.A. Nichols's films since 1993. None of these are mentioned. Who is D.A. Nichols? So I go to the Nick Thick wiki. Just the main page. <laughs> and he's brown. I see furrowing Nick, all over Nick again. Thick Productions is what this is about. Uh, formerly Nick Thick Studios, it says from 2005 to 2007, just to be clear. Oh, cool. <laughs> all right. I, I, want everybody, I want everybody to make sure I've done, done the research, you know. Danny did do the research. He went the distance. Is an American-Canadian animation company and film distributor based in uh, Leicester, New York and in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Founded by D.A. Nichols and Abby Thixon in April 2005, the studio is an independent studio run by Nichols and Thixon. Nick Thick creates animated feature films, shorts, animated television, blah, 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 with his most recent being The Nut Job 3 Multiversal War. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> terrible name yeah that's how I, one of the that's when things started things like that are why this fell, fell apart for me or when I realized something was up 
Its subsidiaries include Nick Thick Cinemation Studios, <laughs> Cinemation. Nick Thick Interactive Studios, Nick Thick Home Entertainment, Nick Thick Violence Studios. That's cool. Check out that. Page. Nick Thick Fred Bear Animation, and I was like, Frederator? No, unrelated. Fred Bear. Lyric Studios, Shadow Projects, Nixon Graph Enterprises, and a 50% share in Mandu Pictures. <laughs> That's good. Now, if none of these things sound fucking familiar to you, it's because they, they don't seem to exist. No, they don't exist. History, 2005-2006, founding in early years. <laughs> Nichols and Abby Thixon, after leaving... after. I didn't read this After page. leaving NT Animation, which Nichols had previously founded, their first feature film, Fox's Island, <laughs> was released in 2005. No post... Oh, oh my God. Never mind. The poster is clearly made in MS Paint. Let me see the poster. Hold on. I'm sure you're... <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, definitely made in MS Paint. And it... Uh, it says, our fox has become... One fox is becoming a surfer. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> That's a great tagline. Uh, okay, sorry. Uh, their first feature film, Fox's Island, which, and let me read the cast out to you. Supposedly, according to this week, this is the thing. This is this is where it gets crazy because they have so many of these movies, and each one has a cast looks like this: Lucas Till, Isla Fisher, Greg Sipes, Max Casella. Nathan Lane, Amanda Bynes, Mike Vogel, Regina King, Sean Penn, and Molly Shannon. And was supposedly distributed by Paramount Pictures. Cool. Uh, we all remember Fox's Island. <laughs> in 2006, Nick Thick announced a four-year deal with Blockbuster Video to give the video renting company exclusive rights to rentals. That's cool. That probably worked out for them, right? Uh, supposedly, the the first anime to have an English dub through Nick Mc, Nick Thick Anime fuck Nick Thick Anime Distribution was the Studio Ghibli film Ocean Waves. Now, quick sidebar: going to go to Ocean Waves official Wikipedia page. Oh wait, that's not the film. There we go. Um, if you look up. Licensed by, there is no Nick Thick on an, on the actual Wikipedia page. Yeah, it just says G Kids because I think that was the first time I got an official release in the US. Um, I don't, I don't think it was released originally in the United States. Uh, but anyway, all right. So back to Nick Thick's Wikipedia. <laughs> Yeah, this is all you can go to fandom.com. Fandom. fandom.wiki. Nick whatever. Thick N I C T H I C dot fandom.com. Um later in the 2020s, the success of the Cats Comedy Hour. Oh, which by the way, sorry, they did say Nick Thick started a collaboration with Warner Bros. Animation, produced a high highly successful celebrity starred television sitcom, The Cats Comedy Hour, co-created by Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> After I would, I would watch that. After the rousing success of that, 
cats the, the thing we've all heard of, by the way. I am convinced that person doesn't know what cats is. Also, why would they have a sitcom and why would it be called the cats be, comedy? You could, do a, you could do that. It could be like a well, do you think show. Android Weber would do that? Do you think he would do it something he called the cats comedy? He no. I think you would do it. Mm. Agree to disagree, but regardless, it didn't happen. It's not a real thing. You didn't even know who wrote Cats the other day. <laughs> now you're telling me what Andrew no, Lloyd Webber would or wouldn't I know, do. I knew who wrote Cats. You got it wrong when we were I, talking about I got about it wrong. It. I was just immediately thought of uh, Sondheim, I think. Sondheim, but I was just confused. Andrew Lloyd- would love to hear Sondheim's take on the Cats. Because in my head, Andrew Lloyd Webber and Stephen Sondheim both do musicals that are too far up their own ass. Jesus Christ Superstar oh, and Joseph Sondheim? and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat are both Andrew Lloyd Webber. That makes sense. That makes sense. I now, Android Weber has more fun when he does it, but both of them make what musicals. Than, was, I, I'm immediately thinking West Side Story. Sweeney Todd. Oh, yeah. And also... Uh, I haven't seen Sweeney Todd. He did Sweeney Todd. He did Company. He did A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum. He did... Uh, um, fuck. He's there, fucked. He is another... Like, he also, he also uh, was the music teacher really enough of the guy who wrote rent um the lineage is strong the boom boom tick tick boom guy yes what's that guy um andrew something i don't remember his name lloyd weber yes andrew <laughs> it's, it's all recursive and that, and that student's name was andrew lloyd weber i think it's andrew something <laughs> the um, producer of the cats sorry comedy quick, hour. quick <laughs> but real talk though you could do a cats comedy hour show i bet you, you could because there's more fucking poems in that book that uh, Andrew Lee Weber didn't adapt. Oh, sorry. Jonathan Larson. Oh. Uh, of Stephen Larson fame. And then what, what are some other Sondheim things? I'm sorry that we're taking this away from the Nick Thick story. Uh, you told you warned everyone up top there were going to be tangents. Look, yeah. This, this episode is one giant tangent. I don't want anybody to think this is going to be about this movie at all. No. Um, a little night music, merrily we roll along. Sunday in the park with George into the woods. That was the other big one. Into the yeah. woods. So anyway, all that to say, I don't think that me saying cats just, was Sondheim was too far I, from look, Andrew I know, Lloyd Webber. I know, I agree. I don't think Andrew Lloyd Webber is above. Uh, I think he would license that. And I though. and I, I corrected li- myself in like two seconds. But anyway, yeah. But anyway, so here's some other great shows that came out after. Um, the success of the Cats Comedy Hour that Nick Thick supposedly produced. The Top Cat Show, starring Will Forte, Ed Sheeran, Bill Hader, Blake Shelton, Terrence Mann, <laughs> Terry Crews, Glozell. Fucking okay. And I did show Danny the picture of Bottom Dog, Top yes. Cat's rival. Top, on the Cat's top rival. Cat rival. Uh, Jason Momoa. <laughs> Catherine Tate? We gotta get Catherine Tate. Composers. Multiple. <laughs> Leoncio Bonlada. Hoyt Curtin. Who's, <laughs> who's that? I think he, I don't know. Uh, and Andrew Lloyd Webber. Oh, Hoyt Curtin wrote the original Top Cat theme. So they're just saying it's... Okay, okay. cool. Um, so apparently, Andrew Weber came back to write the themes, the, the, the music for this Top Cat show. There's also the... <laughs> he's on the Top Cat Yes! I was saying, this is a credit for the Top 
cat show. That'd be cool. That'd be cool if you showed up on the cat's comedy Again, hour. we have to say, I don't think these people are having a laugh because I don't understand what's funny about they this. They are having a laugh. These are fun. I think this is funny. I think it all just being a bunch of big fake bullshit is funny. <laughs> that is all the humor. I think it's super funny, but I... But as we looked at the... We'll get to that. But when I looked at that person's account, I was like, this guy's not kidding. <laughs> Look, man, I don't know what to say. Other all than right. I just think these guys are really silly. These are a bunch of silly individuals. With a way some other shows time. they produce. There's over 2,000 pages on this. <laughs> oh, wiki. yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to go through some more. The Yogi Bear Comedy Hour. Heathcliff's Gang. <laughs> Grant's favorite one. All Dogs Go to Heaven Aftermath. Yeah, that's awesome. It's <laughs> such an insane name. The Banana Splits A New Life. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that one. <laughs> New Life. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that one earlier either. That's so funny. Uh, the Looney Bunch. <laughs> Other companies that joined Nick Thick for these celebrity stars cartoon sitcoms include Universal, Mr. Magoo on the Neighborhood. See, the thing is, the reason why I compared it to Encyclopedia Dramatica earlier is just because I agree that most of their articles have more of a target, but then they would just devolve into a bunch of references and then they would all be hyperlinked and have their own dumb pages that some of them would be fleshed yeah. out. But then, I don't know. It was just the fact that these people are making all these pages for all these stupid, stupid things. MGM, Pink Panther and the gang. Sony, Batfink, revisiting the roots. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? That subtitle needs to be used more often. <laughs> uh, famous people in these sitcoms include, uh, and there's like a whole list. I'll throw out some good ones: Terry Crews, Robert Pattinson, Lisa Marie Presley, <laughs> they like Lisa Emily Marie Blunt, Presley. Addison Ray, Morgan Freeman, uh, Mark Hamill, uh, Antonio Banderas, Robert Downey Jr., Ken Jeong, Louis Capaldi. Any, any, anybody is clearly worked for Nick Thick. Um. Now, <laughs> there is life. a separate article for this, but I'll just read the, the Cliff Notes versions. Acquisition of Nick Thick Productions by Fred Bear Studios. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. February 2021, Nick Thick Productions developing a first ever streaming service called Nick Thick Plus. <laughs> the new service would be, it would feature <clears throat> original content pr programming created by the company's vast array of films, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and then it just says a collaboration with Buddy Studios, New Animation Studio, TBA. Um, the company's name comes from the first letters of the last names of the company's founders. Nick comes from D.A. Nichols. Thick comes from Abby Thickson. Great. Wouldn't have guessed. Uh, Thickson. Uh, so if we hit on D.A. Nichols real quick, I want to go up to the top and, and, and read his page. Because, uh, look, you would know about this guy. He's he's a big fucking deal in the industry. <laughs> he's fucking working with some of the biggest actors of all time. He's if, he's if a this Nick Thick wiki's to be believed. He's the creator of the show Superstars. Um, of course. And and I want to read because it's it, it we ran. You even have to say that we all knew he was the creator of the Superstars, show. which Star. ran from 1999 to 2011. Now remember those years. <laughs> remember those years. Yeah. 1999. Starring Kaylee Cuoco in 1999. <laughs> yeah, well, Amanda Bynes and Brooke Nevin. Grant, you're gonna love this. Guess who was working on the music for this show in 1999? <laughs> <Really clever. laughs> 
Mark Mothersbaugh. Oh, that's cool. That tracks, I guess. I don't know. Seasons 12. I would have liked it more if it was Andrew Lloyd Webber. Seasons 12, episodes 300. Of course. <laughs> For 20 years, they uh, made 300 A episodes. single editor, by the way, Jay Bixson. <laughs> well, of course. If they're making 300 episodes in 20 years The or original channel was the WB, which then became the CW. It actually says so in this... Uh, in this fandom article. It actually says so. Um, oh, and I'll say it would be canceling superstars after 12 seasons due to low ratings. That's a huge bummer. <laughs> Dude, superstar fans. <laughs> after, being super around for, <laughs> after being around for over a decade. He's also <laughs> famous for creating Uber Puppy and the Arctic Wolf. Oh, cool. Now, he now he did make his directorial debut uh, uh under Colossal Pictures, now Wild Brain Entertainment, he created MT Animation for his directorial debut, Rabbit's Night Out, uh, which, of course, you have heard of, starring Tom Cruise, Lisa Marie, William H. Macy, oh, yes. Liv Tyler, Matthew Broderick, um, music by Randy Newman. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. The budget of twenty nine million dollars and a box office of two hundred and twenty million. Yeah, a massive hit. Okay, so here's the deal: <laughs> Who the fuck are these people? Is the question that I've been trying that I can't remember. Because look, I get, I get what you're saying. I really do. Grant's point is that these are just people making stuff up for a laugh, and yes, that happens on people lie on the internet. I know this. I'm, I'm reading the Cats Comedy Hour page. It's right great. <laughs> the series popularized the cartoon reality concept, being the first television series to use it. Total Drama Island. Ripped them right off. So I understand people lie on the internet mm-hmm. and that they do it sometimes just for fun. But the point I was making to Grant earlier when he said this reminds him of Encyclopedia Dramatica is it always seemed like Encyclopedia Dramatica articles had a target. Like, it was always like, if you're on the Encyclopedia Dramatica page for Potter Puppet Pals or something, they would talk about why Potter Puppet Pals is actually a, a psyop to make you gay. Like, that was always Encyclopedia Dramatica's thing. was like, actually, we're going to tell you why this thing that you looked up actually sucks, and everybody who likes it's a moron. Yeah. This doesn't seem like that. Like, it just seems delusional. Like, it's, it's like just... Because there's no there's no point in in anywhere in this impervious thousands of pages of stuff where they wink at the camera at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe the closest is that movie poster that's clearly made in Microsoft Paint, but the rest of it just and it's and they're referencing things where it's like, why would they reference this? Yeah, like why would they reference the the actress from Split Infinity? to put in one of their fake movies when they clearly are doing, uh, having a lovely time referencing getting Randy Newman and Tom Cruise. Like why, why do they throw in Morlova Silova or whatever her name is? I don't understand. So we went to the top contributor of this wiki. We went all the way to the top guys. And this one goes all the way to the top. This one goes, this one gets fucking deep. So we went to the top. We're going deep. We're going deep here. Ever heard of the Swapper? <laughs> you heard of Swapper? Great game. Um, top contributors, and the top contributor here is 
Uh, why is it not on the fucking page? Come on. Come on. Uh, the top contributor is a, a person named Pip2010. And he made a post recently. Or I guess not recently, a, a year ago now. Um, August 10th of, the, uh, 10th of August, 2021. Geoshea will no longer be affiliated with this wiki. Now, of course, you're saying, who the fuck is Geoshea? We just learned who PIP2010 is, top contributor to the Nick Thick wiki. The Nick Thick Wiki will no longer be affiliated with Gabriel Garcia slash Geoshea slash Fanon Maker after we heard about recent allegations of pedophilia and other disgusting shit he has done. If you want to check out my expose thread of Geoshea on my Twitter, go right ahead. All right, so we found out their Twitter. So I'm going to go to their Twitter thread about this. And I, again, this is where I start to like just be like, I don't understand how this is a joke because some of the things they post on this Twitter are fucking phenomenal and how just obtuse they are. Um, so they posted this thing from this guy named Fanon Maker who, uh, I don't know, wrote a really long like thing about they, they have like a, another wiki, I guess it's full of shit. Um, but Fanon Maker says, I admit to doing lots of bad things in the past, such as using slurs. I wasn't supposed to use uh, edit on the warring greeny phantom wiki, uh, A-logging on Carrie Underwood and many preschool shows uh, that has led to the shit that I've done that has led to this catastrophic drama in the first place, which is drawing child pornography. Um, good. I agree. Uh, calling it a joke. Having underage waifus and sending not safe for work to minors, which is not only disgusting, uh, but fucking illegal. So he's admitting to this. Uh, not to mention that I have admitted to putting blame on other people uh, for my wrongdoings and also plagiarizing someone's content without permission as well. It's, it is important that he throws that in there at the end because you because it's, it's very important that he doesn't steal on wikis. Um, I'm sorry if I mentioned all of this again when I'm supposed to forget that. What? Uh, but I had to say it because it's for the best. It's for my own good. Okay, so... Um, and, and there's a whole lot. There's just... They're going they're going all over the place here. Uh, he does end it with have a great rest of your summer. <laughs> and this is Fan and Maker signing off. Um, okay. Uh... And, and and there's a lot to go into here, but uh, basically Pip, Pip 2010, uh, is like, we're not, I refuse to associate with this guy anymore. And look at this disgusting shit that he drew. And I'm going to put, I'm going to, I'm going to put, <laughs> just, it, it's just, it, they're like, look at this disgusting shit. I can't believe I ever associate with this guy. Definitely put up the fat of two in one of the episodes. And, and it's, and it's just like Homer Simpson licking a minion. <laughs> and then like a minion with tits and an ass. <laughs> and then there's one that just says it, the tweet says, this is the last drawing he's ever posted on DVNR. I discussed this with a few friends of mine, and this is extremely, extremely disgusting. And it's just a picture of Remy the rat eating McDonald's burger. It says Fatatouille. I'm loving it. <laughs> it says that underneath it. And it's like, 
I don't understand. What? Why are you? This is discreet, extremely disgusting. Yeah, man. Uh, Gluttony, man. One of the seven deadly sins. Not done yet. Found some more disgusting, horrible fetish drawings, and they look absolutely horrible. And again, it's MS Paint drawings of SpongeBob <laughs> and Patrick making out. Uh, of looks like Bart Simpson and one of the Toy Story aliens <laughs> making out. <laughs> and when I say this is MS Paint, I mean this looks fucking awful. <laughs> and by the way, this is the child pornography he's referring to. Is I guess that Bart Simpson is in this picture, but you, you really can't even tell what it is. It's abstract. It's 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 yeah. Uh, and there's by the way, other people in this threat who are like, "Wow, this is awful." You're right. He's posting Discord chats of like, I can't believe that we ever liked this guy or whatever. I, I don't know, man. God damn it, Gabriel. Why did you make a picture of Hero sucking Bart's cock? Geoche. <laughs> it was a joke. <laughs> uh, so So here's Here's where we're at. This is where we land. This is where we land. This is where I leave you. I don't think any of this is a joke. I seriously have... Like, who is this for? It's for them, man. I guess, maybe, but I just... Some people just do that with their friends. They're, sh- they're shitposting with each other all day long. I gotta talk to this guy. Yeah, sure. Re- you should reach out. I did already. Okay. Yeah. Great. I don't. I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty attuned to weird shit. This one just it's it's beyond me. Like this is even with some of the stuff that we do know about. For example, like the old Baker moment stuff. Right. Because he's with the forest. We're not going to the third moment. We're not going to. I don't want to reveal. I don't want to reveal. But like with the old Baker moment stuff, I read that and I immediately was like, okay, I get what they're doing. Yeah. Or, yeah, like with Encyclopedia. I don't get this. Like, it doesn't seem. I don't know. Because there's 2,000 fucking pages on that wiki. Yeah, like it I might have not, just been like a Discord thing when they're like everyone add a weird page to this. Maybe, maybe so. I mean, and but the thing is that if this is, I want my belief is that this is some weird sub community because the fact that there's a community, there's also like scene drama. Like I want to know what this is. Like, mm-hmm. like, and that they're like, oh, this guy used to run run a wiki called Fit Creation. It got shut down. Wait, and, wait, wait. <laughs> we didn't even talk really about Fit Creation, did we? So Fit Creation was Geoshays. I uh, see. Uh, Competing yes, wiki, I, I guess. Forgot, yes, or and there's the lost tapes of Geoche. and the lost tapes of Geoche, and that the Geoche apparently when he got canceled, he uh he lost the 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 wiki shut down or something. I don't really understand. And then and also like the, so the Vic creation that was wait where your imagination can run wild. Yes, <laughs> that uh, was like their tagline. Their their official tagline. Oh, the other thing was that like. When they they announced that uh, Morlo Melora Slover Johnston was her name, like that was pulled must have been pulled from somewhere, 
And the only other place I was able to find anything about that was the fucking Denver obituaries. Like, these people were doing an insane amount of research. Uh, so, I mean, insane amount of research. You Googled <laughs> her name. But, like, that's... I guess. But, I, you, again, like, why are you referencing this woman at all? Like, we, we found this on accident. We thought it was yeah. crazy. We got this movie. Uh, Thick Creation... Uh, it's a fan and wiki that formerly went by the name Fit Creation, where you and your imagination can go wild and bursting with a variety of ideas. That's even crazier than what you said it was originally. Can go wild and bursting. Awesome. Uh, they do have a page for the Shrek Forever After credits sequence in Fit Creation. Thank God. Thank God. Um, I bet it's bursting. Uh, and Fit Creation, by the way, the Fanon Kingdom is what it's now referred to, formerly Fit Creation, um, has 4,000 pages. So, yeah. And and there's like, there's like fucking, yeah, it's like, now there's one that's like, uh, what are we using, guys, now? Is it Fit Creation or Funvasion? <laughs> Funvasion? Though, though Fit Creation does have the potential in it, it serves an all right alternative for those who don't have access to Mirahees. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Funvasion, looking at recent changes, has less chances of your page being ruined by Vandal's trolls and worse if they have the Where's Geo Shay. Also, if you're wondering who he is, he's this adult in his 20s who's gained notoriety for things I really don't want to say, hence why I'm and a few others are distancing something from this wiki. Um... This guy's name is the Brian Awards. Let's see what Brian Awards. Oh, he only, it seems like posts on this one wiki. Um, yeah, I don't know. Cause like this is just so much. It's a lot. There's, it's gotta be. It can't just be like some friends. It's gotta be like a fucking subculture here that I don't understand. The fact that there's like people posting about like. Trying to fucking dox and cancel each other and shit. Like, th this has to be a whole thing. You know anything about this? If you know, f yeah, really, no. If you fucking, I'm sure that if nobody. You're British or otherwise. If you're you British or otherwise. If any, how long have I been going on this? We're already in an hour. Yeah, we're already in an hour. I Holy shit. Uh, listen, I'm sorry that we're not really going to talk about Split Infinity at all. We, we already talked about it. We got through the whole we plot. We got through the whole synopsis. plot. It sucked. I was say that was okay. It's fine. I mean, I, 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 I'll say this. I enjoyed this movie about as much as I enjoyed Affliction. Which was better than this. <laughs> um, it, or I, I feel like I enjoyed it. it is, Affliction is a much better movie, but this was nostalgic in a weird way. Oh, no, I agree. I, it definitely scratched the itch of early, like just that whole 90s direct-to-video religious wave of kind of cheaply made, but still, I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like the... There's just a level of baseline production in this that yeah. is not present in newer, uh, in newer stuff that's of this same nature. I feel like they're just making YouTube videos and stuff instead of making weird feature films like this. Yeah, but it makes sense because he was getting all his money through scamming people <laughs> <No>. <laughs> with the call center. And I support it. Yeah, look. But I do not support Geoshay. I, I honestly maybe respect it a little more than uh, Pixar. 
Honestly, what yeah. Am I no, I agree with you. <laughs> it's out of the bag now. No. Send me your phone number. <laughs> I will call you and ask you for no. money to support this podcast. Well, Danny will do that. Okay. Danny's Listen. actually been working on a, a radio play version of the Velveteen Rabbit. I mean, we're on a radio play version of me discovering who, who Geoche is and, and who. Danny is funding a 10 part miniseries diving into Geoche. Danny is looking wide eyed because really, he's serious. He's I considering. I am. So, this today, I shit you not, I was in my office at work. And I this episode's not going to come out. It's just going to be like, this is going to be a clip in the fucking video essay Danny inevitably makes. Yeah, a 15 minute clip. No, no, no. I'll, I'll no, no not the whole thing. You're just going to clip out like one line where we're talking about it. And you're like, in the voiceover coming, you're like, but I knew I had to go deeper. <laughs> this episode I, wasn't going to be enough. I'm going to throw this out there because nobody else is going to want to do the work into this. But like, I barely do any work that's worthwhile, but this is maybe the most important thing I've ever I've ever oh stumbled across. God. Um, that's insane. He's just been one night looking on this, and he'd be like, "Oh yeah, these guys are just fucking idiots." I, but, hey, look, man, if you find something deeper, that's good. Look, I'll be the talking head that's I, a naysayer in the movie. Uh, Grant, I would love you to be the naysayer. <laughs> I would love to prove professional you hater. I'm I'm gonna be this is this is ancient aliens and you're the one guy who's like I just I just think it's a building and then I'm gonna get <laughs> I'm gonna sh- prove you fucking wrong, buddy. Do it, do it, man. Um, see, I always felt like I was like the guy with the crazy hair. Yeah, but he believes. He Su- does. But he believes bo- more than Sukulis believes. Uh, <laughs> What's his name? George Sukulis. <laughs> nice. Um, I know for a fucking fact. <laughs> That something is going on here. I don't know. I think Danny should not have had this late night cup of coffee. <laughs> I have to go back to the office. I know you do. It just, uh, I just feel like it's making I, you. Crazy I really am right going now. to put up. You're going to see it. I'll send you a picture. I have all these note cards in my office. And earlier today, I was starting to outline a script using the note cards. Mm-hmm. Take them off the wall. I'm replacing it with. I'm going to do a fucking tape board of this fucking. Thing. He is obsessed with the idea this of doing is a tape board. Fucking insane. He's gonna be pulling Why it. do you not see what I'm seeing? And he's gonna be looking at a tape note card that says George Shea, and he's gonna be like, Who is this fucking guy? Somebody needs <laughs> he's to just put, gonna sit all day and stare at it. Somebody needs to put these characters in the public domain. <laughs> <laughs> that was a funny post. <laughs> just this guy says we need to put the Pip says on this Twitter, we need to put these we need to put these characters in the public domain, and it's just another set of MS Paint animals. No, that one was slightly more detailed than that. It looked like like Maybe. stock. It looked like something you'd get off Pixabay. Just like yes. a bunch of like generic 3D models. Did you retweet that from one of my yes. Stickers account? Yeah. So go check oh, that no, out. No, uh, from my account, um, McGill. Wow. Sorry, I just that was what I had open. But I did hit like him up. Danny doesn't even want us to get followers on the official account. Yes, that's what's really going to get us followers. Right Listen. Please, please, please if you want to help me with this, <coughs> hit me up at McGill for real. And also follow BF Tastemakers. Follow BF Tastemakers. Um, Danny never posts. <clears throat> Grant, you don't post either. Yeah, because I don't have the login. I'll give you the login. I'll give you the login right now. Right now, no. I'm live on no. the show. Um, <laughs> you want to help me with this? No, I don't. If you, I'm oh, talking to you, sorry, don't sorry, sorry, listener. Sorry, sorry, sorry. If you want to help me with this, hit me up at McGill for real. Grant doesn't need to be involved. I don't want to be, be involved. just between us. We're gonna get down to the fucking bottom of what's going the fuck on here. I don't know what it is, but it stinks, dude. 
Fucking stinks. Danny thinks he's going to never fucking watch these Martin Scorsese movies. Dead. He's, he's falling down all these rabbit holes constantly. He's never going to do it. His this head's is a not better, in the game. This is a better mystery than any Martin Scorsese movie ever. Shutter Island is punching the air right now. <laughs> Shutter, Shutter Island and more like Shitter Island because I'm wow. working on the thick creation iceberg, baby. Uh, Okay. Um, the feces creation. <clears throat> I guess that's sort of the end. This is this sort of a cliffhanger? Um, I'm this sorry. Is this is where I leave you. This is where I leave. I'm sorry to to uh to sort of. I feel like if you were building up to this, I'm sorry. There was <laughs> who who would be doing that? Anybody who was like, oh, I can't wait till they tackle Split Infinity after we mentioned on the last episode we do it. It's not even out yet. So, yeah, but I'm just saying. <laughs> anybody, but this will be out after that will be out. Yeah, I guess. It's almost like we're going back in time. Have you watched the film Split Infinity? Oh, God. You know, she was kind of like a Walt Disney more than a Steve Jobs. That sucks. I mean, it does suck, and there's no context for it. No, not, not now. Grant. I, I said it three times to Danny, and he didn't like it. Neither time he just liked that she was building rides. I did, but I genuinely did say it a second time. Now, Grant, as, that as a theme it. park head, what did you think that, of this? They sucked. <laughs> Except for the Charles the Death ride. That one was kind of cool. That was kind of cool. It was cool it she like, rode a rocket out to the end. Yeah, that was I. Yeah, no, I thought that was cool, and I kind of I mean I wanted to see it in action. It seemed like they were doing a spinning ride with like bike tire wheels, yeah, or axles. But I don't think we ever saw that. That actually played out. It's cool that kid got smacked with a paddle. We need to bring that back. Yeah, <laughs> the teacher kept calling her a brazen hussy. Brazen hussy. That's my Miss Hatfield for you. Yeah, That's my Miss Hatfield impression. Um, so a couple things. We should discuss before we before we before we officially close this one out. All right, one, we are working on the Valley Pizza rankings. We've gone through two places. Yeah, we've gone. We've 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 purchased pizzas from world. Uh, was it Famous Pizza? Yeah, and or as the sign says, World Famous Two X One Pizza, like a like a Mega Man title. Yes. Um. Uh, and then we were also served by Proto Man. I, oh, I think I saw Bass in the back. Well, they did have Marvel vs. Capcom in the lobby <laughs> of true. the actual place. That's true. Well, but it didn't work. So it I didn't think... work. I, I want to go back, if only just to ask him if I can use it. Can I? Can I use this? Can I fix it? Honestly, um, I'll let you guys know my documentary about <laughs> Geoche. Uh, and then secondly, we also, or sorry, firstly, first we had a, a Pizza Man. Um. Yeah, we had pizza. Do we want to discuss these rankings at all before we finish the rest of the valley? I think we should start doing these at the end of every episode. Sure. I'll go famous pizza, pizza man, Costco. You're putting famous pizza to top. Yeah, definitely. Are we just ranking the pizzas or everything we got off the menu? No matter what, I would put it at the top. Better, better than the Ajarski, you think? I mean, that was fine, but. I went to the pizza place mainly because I wanted a pizza. I'd put Pizza Man number one. And you've said multiple times you can get into Jarski at other places. Yeah. Probably we don't have, we even have to be getting into fucking But I haven't had places. the other Jarski, so I don't know if they're good. Yeah. Well. Um, pizza Man number one, Famous Pizza number two, Costco number three. Um, I think, if, I, like I said, I want to give, I want to give Famous Pizza points for being seriously maybe the best pizza reheated I've ever had. Uh, I just threw it in the microwave, came out. It was perfect. It's awesome. Um, good cold. 
their sauce though is weird. I don't like their sauce. Yeah, very seasoning. It's like it's like I I told Grant it's like a tomato curry or like a chutney almost. It's very sweet but kind of like herby. Your herby. Yeah, herby was definitely I I tasted that. I kind of liked it. Uh, the crust is phenomenal though. Great yeah, crust. It was good. Awesome cheese. Very hefty. <laughs> hefty, hefty, hefty. Um, cheesy, cheesy. Uh. What did you think about the pizza last night, Judas? You had some. Okay, interesting. I got that, but that's why I kind of liked it, having it cold because it was yeah. less. It was less of an issue. Yeah. I got extra cheese. Yeah. Danny tried to call me a sick fuck for eating. I did not call you a sick fuck. I just said that I just said This is the man I watch eat cold pasta day in, day out. Exactly. Cold pasta and a glass of milk, baby. Not many elite cold red sauce, elite cold (laughs) pesto. I had cold pesto and Grant freaked out. Cold pesto is normal. No, I know. It's a fucking it's a fucking pasta (laughs) salad, you dumbass. Yeah, well. What is a pasta salad? No, 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 no. It was like it was like penne. Well, pesto is a sauce. And I did it one time no, where I had red sauce. Like 10 million times essentially. Oh, no, yeah, I no, you definitely added red sauce one time. Yes. Yeah. That's not that's fucking bad, dude. Shut up. What cold red sauce is just like fucking it's just like ketchup, basically. Uh I had I had some vegetables in there. Um I don't know. I didn't I catch would, all I would the say, vegetables. Look, I was not, in the, shock. The red the the red the cold red seeing. sauce was not as good. Um because clearly the Mayard effect means that it was like less. I brought this up a few times on the podcast, but basically that it's that you taste less when it's cold. Uh huh. Like 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 sugars are released when you heat things, and mm-hmm. so that causes things to just taste more. Yeah. Um. So it definitely just tastes like a very muted sauce, but the pesto was awesome. I would do that again. Yeah, I may get that. Wanted to give you a hard time. I didn't say anything about you. I, all I said was, "Wow, this pizza reheated the no, best of any shit, pizza I've ever had." Let me finish. And then after I said this reheated like the best pizza I've ever had, you went okay, and then you immediately ate it cold, and I was just like, "That's shocking that you would do that." That's not how I remember playing it out. How I remember playing out was you noting that I was eating it cold. Then you said the reheating thing, and I was like, "Okay." I was still going to get cold because that was, that was my plan. I was looking forward to it all day long, actually. Well, you had so it. Let, let, let that be a little window into the cracked psyche of me. You can follow me at Dumb and Sad Joke on all platforms. Uh, I'm not going to be working on a documentary on GeoShea. Well, that's fine. Grant has never worked on a documentary in his life. That's, actually, this is my first time right now. At my actual Oh, this doc- GeoShea documentary? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> actually, Grant's coming out as a PA. Yep. He's very excited about his chance I mean, in the industry. I mean, excited, 
to come out finally as a PA. <laughs> well, after after all of his years working on the uh, yeah. feature feature films for families, yeah, I'm ready to embrace what he's I really finally am emb- embrace documentary. Know I'm a PA, guys, and I I hope that you you can all accept that. Do you think PA is what uh, people in New York call a post office? <laughs> <laughs> That's like when we passed by that car wash sign with the R off, and I called it the Boston Car Wash. That's that, right. that, that is like that level of joke. Yeah, except there wasn't even a sign for it. It wasn't like anything brought it up. It was just no. I mean, I it was just, just decided to do it. It was, it was a good bit. Um. Anyway, all right. Anything else uh, we'll talk about? Uh, we need to pick the next movie. Oh fuck! And we should also oh. note that Danny picked out ten trillion movies I don't, again. Yeah, I bought I bought uh, like fifteen movies. Um, let me put this down for a sec. My wire's longer, but I don't know if it would reach over there. Danny's at the the bookshelf. You picked this one. Yeah, I picked the last one. Yeah, I picked a real winner. Um, I think I already discussed. It. He's already discussed it. With you. Yep, and I'm already disgusted. And he's holding up the griddle house. Baby, we're watching the griddle house. Pass it over to me. Uh Luke Perry's in it. Luke Perry's in it. <laughs> uh <clears throat> teenager Jack Benson adopted when he was a young child. Sorry. Teenager Jack Benson, comma. Adopted when he was a young child is on the hunt for his birth mother after an argument with his real folks. That was quote unquote. Jack discovers a note written by a birth mother and learns that she's a regular at the nearby griddle house. Armed with a list of questions and determined to find the woman who birthed them, he sets out and encounters a diner full of wacky and wonderful people and ultimately discovers himself in the process. Now, the reason I, I picked this up, by the way, Grant. Mm-hmm. Does this or does this not sound a little bit like my experiences here in Los Angeles? <laughs> Mostly uh, the discovering a diner full of wacky people. I guess. I guess, yeah. I thought you meant you found Signing my birth number? <laughs> I thought, yeah, you were talking about like literally any other plot <laughs> uh, aspect of this, but I guess. We went to a wacky diner the other we're, day. We're, we are friends now with the wacky diner people. I can't. Yeah. I can't blow up the spot currently, but don't blow up the spot. Don't blow up the spot. But hey, if you want to see us, just start cruising around the diners in your area. Oh God, you'll probably run into one of us eventually. Is that or is that not true? I guess. And I don't know why I said in your area. <laughs> yeah. If you ever cruising the diners in our area, in you our might area, see us. <laughs> And we'll buy you a small popcorn. At the diner, yeah. <laughs> At the diner, yeah. I'll, I'll have a bag on me just <laughs> just in case. I'll be like, can you run this to the back and microwave it real quick? I'll 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 buy you something that is going to end up being forty dollars a person. At the local Danny and I <laughs> this went, is disgusting. And we got a disgusting amount of food the other night. Danny's but the thing is Danny's rubbing his nipples. It what's was so fucked part up of his is birthday. it the actual it was so fucked up the actual diner meal? It was like a full breakfast was thirteen dollars. <laughs> yeah. So we got that. And then we we both decided, well, we both want biscuits. And also we both want uh 
cheese and mashed potatoes. Well, and we both got they drinks. were home-style potatoes. They were, yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, but so then the, the, it was like $5 for the mashed potatoes, or $5 for the, for the home-style potatoes, plus $2 for the cheese, plus another $5 for the uh, fucking whatever, the um the biscuits and gravy. Yeah, and yeah, I got a Coke. And then plus we both got drinks. And so at the very end, what we turned like a $13 meal into what was with tip $38 a person. Well, it was awesome. It was fucking disgusting. It We're degenerates. But We're it was, vile. I was good. I would do it again. But we are friends with the people there. Uh, I'm known yeah. as Nancy Drew. I'm just there. I'm Nancy Drew's friend. <laughs> Grant is a uh, spiller boy. I didn't spill anything. The waiter spilled that. That was not on me. Oh. It wasn't on me. But I it did was, not but, do that. But it, I'm not here to judge the truth. You will be known as Spiller. <laughs> Look, you want the truth, you're gonna have to find that waiter and his boyfriend. <laughs> if you want, if you want the truth, listen to my GeoShade documentary. <laughs> no, coming no. soon. Uh, all right, we really, really wrapping this up. <laughs> I, I still gotta go to the office. Uh, it is, it is currently 10:56. I gotta go do some work. Yeah. All right. And he's clocking in because uh, he's on the night shift. I'm going on I'm the just, nap move. I'm going to uh I'm going to the National League Championship Series tomorrow to go see my Philadelphia Phillies kick the Padres ass. Hopefully we'll see. Yeah, they will. All right, thank you everybody. Yep. Yeah.